I'm Krati Mehra and this is Beyond the Goals podcast. It's my attempt to help you revel in all that life has to offer without pressing pause on your hustle. We learn how to create healthier relationships, a healthier lifestyle, a career that brings us true joy and a life that satisfies us on every level. Forget the conventional ideas of success and happiness because we're going to live a life of value and create an impact that speaks to our place in the world. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Goals. This is episode number 29, and today we are talking about the power of surrender. I have wanted to talk about this subject before on the podcast, but I kept avoiding it because I am really not an expert on this. I have to constantly work on staying in surrender mode or not having a tug of war with the flow. But expert or not, I feel so strongly about the subject that I think even if I can't share everything you may need to know, I can share enough to hopefully get you interested and maybe have you try the whole thing for yourself. Then the magic of surrender will take over and hopefully you'll stick to it. And just a while back, I got to feel the power of surrender all over again. And it made me want to share this with you because if you've been fighting a frustrating, losing battle with desires or plans that refuse to manifest, I think you can benefit from this episode. So let's start by understanding what it means to surrender. So when I talk about surrender, I don't mean giving up. I don't mean trying less, not working as hard or not being as emotionally invested in your cause. Even as we surrender, we continue to show up every day fight to the best of our abilities, not just maintain, but feed our emotional investment into our cause, into whatever it is that we want. But instead of letting those emotions ride us, we manage them in a way that allows us to focus on doing our part and just our part, not what comes after. Surrender means focusing on the journey and not the destination. Faith that isn't tied up in certainty. Hope that doesn't follow but precedes results. Surrender also means putting your faith in something other than yourself. If you're religious, you can put your faith in God. If not, you can trust the universe. It also means that when it's all said and done, you let your emotions talk while you put your logic on mute. You believe that because you've done your best, things will definitely work out in your favor. The result may look a little different from what you envisioned for yourself, but it's still exactly what you need. And if you accept it with an open heart and mind, you will attract more good into your life. Logic is good, but it's not as capable of seeing the possibilities as emotions. It works better with situations that are neat and tidy, but as we all know, life is rarely that. Life is messy and your emotions can handle that. Your emotions can see the possibilities in a situation that doesn't look so great in the first glance. At that point, your logic may throw in the towel, but your emotions will keep you rooted. They'll keep you staring at whatever it is that you're facing with eyes full of possibility. They'll tell you that even though it's not what we asked for, it's going to lead us somewhere better and beautiful. And this may seem a little woo-woo, but when you lead with logic, you're also not as open to magic. Positive energy, the forces around us, you know, where sometimes unexplainable things happen. And I think right now, considering the world we're living in, considering everything that's happening in the world, really, it should be easier for you to believe this. Not everything can be explained with logic. Sometimes, in fact, most of the times, especially when it comes to making plans and ideas that are, that don't make a lot of practical sense, it's your emotions that guide you to the right path. 
when we quit a stable job to follow our dreams without any backup plan, when we place our happiness in the hands of another human being as valuable as we are, when we have a child without any idea what kind of parent we are going to be, when we jump out of choppers relying on a parachute strapped to our back, and I can go on, I can give you hundreds of examples. But what I'm trying to say is that every leap of faith is an act of surrender, driven by our emotions, by our belief in possibilities that only we can see. A magic of sort that pushes us to make choices that are not quite logical. As I said, every leap of faith is an act of surrender. But what follows is a journey that is rarely smooth. And when we encounter bumps along the way, we start craving control. That's the point when logic gets louder. Faith gets weaker and fear takes over. Is my business going to take off? Am I going to get that promotion? Is this relationship going to work out? Is this treatment going to improve my health? We drown ourselves in an endless stream of what-ifs. And to what end? It's not like obsessing over it can magically reveal the answers that will put everything right. No, the only thing you can achieve by endlessly obsessing over it is make the fear so bad that it pulls you back from the precipice and settles you back into a safer existence takes you back to choices that come with guarantees, but also drain your life of that magic we talked about, the magic of possibilities. It's when your faith takes a hit that you need to surrender. Instead of trying to control everything, you go with the flow. Because let's face it, scrambling for a new strategy may work, but at some point, you're gonna run out of all possible strategies, and then you'll be forced to surrender. It's almost inevitable. But when you willingly choose surrender, the journey gets easier from the get-go. It's more enjoyable. And instead of fighting to find ways out of a difficult situation, you handle everything with more grace and patience. And even the bad times don't look so bad anymore. It's a choice between being the boss of a company that's run entirely by you. You manage every department, profit or loss, everything is down to you. All the burden carried by you alone. Or you can build a team Delegate your responsibilities knowing that the people you've chosen are just as good, if not better than you, at managing those particular responsibilities. The result, of course, still matters to you. You still really want your company to have a neat profit at the end of the year. But now you have others sharing that burden with you. It's not all down to you. You just do your part. If things don't go your way, you show up and you do whatever needs to be done to make the best of that situation. You take it in your stride. And let's remember that Loss is possible even if you are controlling everything, even if you are managing every department of your business. So now, which boss would you rather be? Surrender may not always feel good, but it will always beat the alternative. Let me give you a rundown of what happens when you surrender. Number one, it becomes easier for you to navigate your blind spots. And we all have blind spots, right? But because surrender happens on the strength of hope and faith, we navigate our blind spots much better. Those uncertain areas of relationships, work, health, it all becomes easier to handle. Secondly, we become open to opportunities that may seem too risky or impossible. When you let go of control, you stop asking for all the answers. You can take on the adventure without needing to know the exact route, every milestone, all possible dangers that may come along the way. It becomes easier to take those leap of faith that open up the world to us. Yes, it makes us vulnerable, but every piece of art, writing, music, every product of imagination was created out of moments of vulnerability. Friendships, romances are born out of vulnerability. Everything beautiful in our life is born out of a moment of vulnerability. Another reason to choose surrender 
It removes all sense of urgency from your life. We stop comparing our stories. We stop working to someone else's timeline. In surrender, we go where our soul, emotions, instincts guide us. I have worked with so many people that dedicated sessions, sessions to just making me convince them that they're not too late. That it's okay to start at 25, 35, 40, 50. Isn't that strange? Who told these people that they're too late? It's because they were comparing their stories to someone else's. That was the biggest source of self-doubt in their life. But when you surrender, you stop dancing to someone else's tune. You're no longer timing your actions to someone else's clock. You focus on the doing and not the aesthetics of it, not the external noise of judgment. It's just about playing your part as best as you can and playing the part that's called for in that moment. Surrender also means that once you are done playing that part as your destiny or the result of the battle starts to reveal itself, the only thing you have to do is choose your response. There's a quote by Viktor Frankl, it's a very famous quote, that goes something like this. Everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. In a lot of our life situations, there is little else to do other than surrender. But if you choose surrender, in the event of failure, there's no self-blame, no guilt, no shame. Let's be very clear that I'm not sharing all of this, operating from this, this belief that You know, if we surrender, we don't feel pain. If we surrender, the negative events in life don't have as much impact. Of course they do. They're going to be just as hurtful, just as painful. But when we don't hold ourselves responsible for everything, we don't feel as much blame or guilt. You reduce unfortunate events of your life to a gamble that didn't pay off. You lose. You feel the sting of defeat, but you don't withdraw from the fight. You take time to recuperate and you come back with new ideas tactics, and of course, a heart full of possibilities. That's really (laughs) the theme of this episode. So let me reiterate, because you surrender, you are no longer holding yourself responsible for everything. You are not the source of all power in your life. Most importantly, when you surrender, you can actually enjoy your life. Currently, we're living with a virus that we don't entirely understand. Even the experts don't entirely understand. Now we can let the fear for ourselves and our loved ones consume us or we can focus on making the best of each new day. Loving and playing a little more, being more grateful. Surrender keeps you from turning yourself into a victim of circumstance. Just as you can't control circumstance, it also doesn't get to control you. So surrender is powerful, of course. It can massively improve your life, but it is by no means easy, especially for people with anxiety or with personalities that thrive on control. Something we all have in common is that we all resist vulnerability to some extent. I mean, think about it. We start building defenses from the day we enter this world. So it's, of course, difficult to put down your armor and let things take their course, which makes surrender somewhat difficult. But there are a few things you can do to make it a little bit easier. And that is, number one, talk to your fears. Talk to the part of you that craves control. Sit with your emotions, understand them before you try to manage them. If you know the root of your fear, you can take steps to manage it, the right steps to manage it. Another tip, use a journal to thought dump. Fear feeds on itself, anxiety feeds on itself. So as soon as something negative enters your mind and starts to deplete your energy, do a session of thought dumping. 
sit down, just write whatever anxiety it is that you're feeling, whatever negative thought you're feeling. Chances are, as you write those thoughts, you will realize that a lot of it doesn't even make sense. And the rest of it is probably not in your control. So now you get to choose your response. Or you can create the scenarios you're facing and examine the elements within your control. And so far as those elements are concerned, examine if you have done everything you needed to do. Are you playing your part to the best of your ability? Is there anything left for you to do? And when you realize through this process, when you reach the conclusion that you have done your best, you will find it easier to let go. Another thing you can do is cultivate conviction around your goals. If you have ever studied the law of attraction, you know that in order to manifest anything, apart from putting in the effort, you need to be grateful and believe absolutely and completely that the universe is going to deliver. Basically, it's like re-watching a movie you've already seen, the story of which you already know. By heart, you know your wish is coming. Everything you want is on its way to you. But what happens till that wish gets here is a mystery that's going to unravel day by day. And all you have to do is enjoy the ride. Do your part too, of course, you have to put in effort. But other than that, you have to let things take their course. Apart from this, I, of course, recommend meditation, visualization. These tools help a lot with staying mindful and stress-free. But really, it's something that you have to work on constantly. Surrender is not easy, as I've already said. Some people are better at it than others because perhaps they are more about the process and the end result. But I think you have to keep working at it because as your life changes, your goals change too. And how invested you are differs from goal to goal. So while you can be relaxed and mindful when it comes to professional work and success, you may not be able to maintain the same sense of balance, calmness when it comes to parenting. And then you need to have that conversation with yourself. Use mindfulness tools to go back to that place of surrender. But as I said, it takes constant work. I'll share what I usually do. When I get worked up about something, I can feel it in my body. Usually my skin gets hot or my stomach starts to knot up or I feel just drained of energy. As soon as that happens, I instantly work on calming myself with music, dance, a run around the block, sitting still or daydreaming, which is, I think, the most effective of all uh, the tools that I use. Daydreaming works uh, very well for me. But when I daydream, I focus on feeling the joy, satisfaction of having my wish realized. I mentally immerse myself in a world where my plans have reached completion. And most of the time it works. It's a lot like creative visualization and it always helps. I feel lighter. Another thing that works for me is prayer. I'm fairly religious, uh, so I pray every day. Anytime I start to feel like things are spiraling out of control, I pray. And then it feels as if God and I are sharing the load. It's no longer just mine to carry. But if you are not religious, uh, you can do something. You can do things differently. You can talk to the universe. You can talk to whatever it is that you believe in. It doesn't really have to be God or even the universe for that matter. The point is to, if the stress keeps building up, like every day you wake up and the stress is back, or every time you are working on the project, the stress comes back, have a conversation. You don't even have to have like an, like a hypothetical second for this conversation. You just you talk to your emotions. Let it out. Let the stress out. And then center yourself all over again. Do it as many times as it takes. Maintain focus on doing your part, but let the rest go. 
find tools that can help you with it and keep at it till you've become comfortable with the concept and the process. If you still have a hard time with it, reach out to me via email or leave a message on my contact page. And I promise I will do everything I can to help you. And now I'll leave you with a quote by Eckhart Tolle. Don't look for peace. Don't look for any other state than the one you are in now. Otherwise, you will set up inner conflict and unconscious resistance. Forgive yourself for not being at peace. The moment you completely accept your non-peace, your non-peace becomes transmuted into peace. Anything you accept fully will get you there, will take you into peace. This is the miracle of surrender. And with that, we've reached the end of today's episode. Now, if you found this episode useful, I'll appreciate it if you please rate and review the show on iTunes or share it on Instagram. It will help others find the information should they need it. Remember to tag me at mehra.prati so that I can thank you for your time. Now, if you want resources that can help you with this subject, you can find them on my website. The link will be in the description. And if you found today's episode useful, I'll appreciate it if you please rate and review this show on iTunes or share it on Instagram. It will help others find the information should they need it. Remember to tag me at Mehra underscore Khatri so that I can thank you for your time. And if there is any particular topic or concern you would like for me to cover on the show, reach out to me on Instagram or use the contact page on my website. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back next week. Till then, please do take care of yourself.